Good afternoon, my name is Taina Evans and today's date is January 28th, 2017. I'm here with Joseph McDonough. And we are at the Canarsie Library for the Our Streets, Our Stories Project, Project of Brooklyn Public Library. So Joe, can you start by telling us what your Brooklyn story is? Well, I was born in uh, Holy Family Hospital in South Brooklyn. And uh, we lived at, most people call it Red Hook where we live, on Carroll Street between uh, Hoyt and Bond. Mm -hmm. well, I lived there till about 1954, and we moved to uh, Rogers Avenue, which they call East Flatbush. <laughs> And we lived there till 1980, and approximately in 19, I mean 2004, I moved to an adult home, Canarsie, mm -hmm. the New South Shore Manor, and I've been there for the past 13 years. Wow. So, what was it like growing up in um, around Cal Street and Hoyt? Do you have fond memories of that? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We played stickball, punchball in the streets. Mm -hmm. uh, we played a game called roly-poly, where you catch the ball and you have to roll it in and hit the stickball bat. And if you hit, caught the ball after it hit the stick, you were out, and then the other guy would get up and have his turn at the bat. You went to school in the neighborhood? Yeah, I we went to St. Agnes uh, School, Catholic School. I, I left there in uh, 1954, and then we moved to uh, Rogers Avenue, Nice Flatbush, and uh, Rogers Avenue, let's see. And we stayed there till 1980, where we moved to 1313 East 40th Street. They call it Flatlands area. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, you know, it was a lot of fun growing up as a kid in Brooklyn, you know? Mm -hmm. We used to go to Ebbets Field. Oh, wow. with, uh, you get a, a ticket from a, a, a carton of milk, and you get in for a cheaper price. <laughs> Was, I think it was like 75 cents in the bleachers, you know? That's where we mostly won. would go, and maybe uh, volunteer fathers in the neighborhood would take a bunch of us. And, uh, you know, all we had to do was pay the car fare. And, you know, if you wanted to get something, you had to pay for it yourself, you know? There was you know, a lot of great fathers in the neighborhood helping out, you know? What was the community like? In South Brooklyn? Mm -hmm. It was nice. We had a nice church. And uh, I was an altar boy there for about a year, learning Latin. We learned the Latin, but we didn't know what the words meant. <laughs> so that was it. It was great. I thought it was a great place to live and you know, grow up.
And um, when you moved to East Flatbush, was it comparatively different? Oh yeah, completely different. You know, it was uh, more a whole lot more trees, a whole lot more you know nice backyards to the left, to the right, and behind you. You know, it was uh, it really was. We had a big giant white house right in the back of our backyard, and they had a what they call a dwarf peach tree. And when it started dropping fruit, it was, they were as big as grapefruits. And uh, the landlord there wouldn't let anybody go in and take them off. You know, they were on the floor. They're just rotting away, and he wouldn't let anybody take them. Once in a while, he gave us some, you know. I mean, who did you live with? We had family, mother and father, five children. I was in the middle of five. Good place, right? Yeah. Yeah. So where did you go to high school? In uh, Erasmus Hall. In East Flatbush. Flatbush and Church Avenue. Mm -hmm. Between Snyder and Church. 911 Flatbush Avenue. What was that like? I was all right, you know, I didn't want to be there, you know, but uh, I dropped out to get a job, about 16 years old. Lucked out and get into a job. I was in 1959, I was making $90 a week, which is, I was making more than my father. What are you doing? Delivering groceries, the salary, six days a week, was forty dollars, you know, after taxes, and I made about fifty dollars in tips. So I was doing pretty good. My mother insisted I put some of the money in the bank, which turned out to be lucky for me that she did make me save some money because I ended up having a thousand dollars in the bank, and I was like sixteen, seventeen years old, and unemployed, and I made. Weekly withdrawals, twenty dollars, forty dollars, you know, just to get along. What did you do after? After high school, uh, I mean, after my first job, I got a. What was the second thing I did? I can't think of it right now. Uh, I really, uh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, I started working. We, uh, there was a guy in the neighborhood, his father had a carnival business. And we started working with him. I stayed there about six or seven years, putting up carnival rides, tents, and the booths, you know, where they have gambling and everything, gambling wheels. Yeah. And uh, so I did that till about, let's see, and then I started working on private sanitation mm -hmm. after that. And I did that about four or five years, but no, not, not consistent. I did vacations for people and, you know, worked six weeks or eight weeks. And uh, sometimes I worked six months, about four years, you know, but say drop a year off the four years and, uh, you know, be in between where I was unemployed, you know, so. Mm -hmm. But not, n never not, uh, n never not enough to uh, collect 
unemployment. Just, you know, just man, six weeks occasionally, you know, eight weeks, four weeks, you know, like that. Next question. Well, no, I mean, you just um, take me through, like, uh... I'm not spontaneous you were, <laughs> like you are. <laughs> now that you're at a, you know, you're doing the sanitation thing, um, when did you find yourself uh, over here in Canarsie? I know it's 2004. Yeah. Know, so... I mean, well, like, the last job I had was car service before that. And how was that? Yeah, it was good money. You did it uh, around Brooklyn? Yeah, in Bill Basin. That was the that was the home base, and they opened it up, and uh, it was Christmas season when they opened it up, which was a good idea, because there was plenty of work at King's Plaza. That's the big shopping center, Avenue and Flatbush, mm-hmm. and uh, we started off just doing street work. It was illegal taking uh, hails. It's supposed to be done by telephone, but. Uh, we went to King's Plaza and hung out with all the people going home from their Christmas shopping. And it was only about six or eight of us in the beginning. And when the car service went fully out, he, he had about 20 cars. And all the new guys were, you know, below us, you know, because we, we were the honchos, you know. So they, the dispatchers knew us from the old days and they, they gave us good work. And the younger guys didn't get much work compared to us, you know. So we were making really good money, you know. Did you get to see a lot of Brooklyn being doing? Oh yeah, yeah. I just learned all about it. I had no idea how to get to Bensonhurst or any, you know. I, I found out getting lost a few times, getting hot under the collar with a customer in the back seat, you know. You don't know where the hell you go. <laughs> Yeah, but we learned eventually, you know. We got around Brooklyn pretty good. And we had Manhattan calls occasionally, JFK, LaGuardia, Newark Airport. So that's all new to us. We learned it for the first time. So we picked it up after a while, you know. When did you get your license? About 28 years old. I, I never got it when I was young because all, all the friends we had had cars, and they drove us around. We'd go hang out in saloons and everything all over Rockaway and places like that. So I never got a, a license or a car until I was 28, you know? So, you you know, you got to learn Brooklyn a little bit more. What was your favorite place to, to go to? I love Manhattan. Love Manhattan. Uh, going up. 57th Street. I never been there before in my life. And came coming down in Manhattan, coming down Broadway, which they call it the Great Wide Way or White Way. I don't know what the hell it is they call it, but and you see, it's a theater district, and you see it all lit up and everything. It's, it's an amazing thing to watch. And I, I had a full. I was a tourist, you know. I was from Brooklyn, and, and Manhattan was absolutely 100% new to me, you know? I mean, only all I ever did was take the subway, you know? You never see anything in the subway, right? So, that was it. Um, so, you know, 
um, being a freelance driver slash tourist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you did it for a long time. I mean, where were you? You were living in Canarsie then too? When you no, were no, no, no. I, when I first started, I was at uh, East 40th Street, 1313. They used to call us the Monsters. The Monsters? <laughs> because it, 1313, uh, what was it? Mockingbird Lane or something like that. The show, you remember yeah, the, the show? show yeah. Yeah. And uh, more questions, please. So, who, who called you the monsters? The neighbors, your brothers? Yeah, you're fooling around. You're yeah. fooling around. You know. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, did, did you still uh, keep in contact with your, your sister? I know you had a plush dog. Yeah. No. Uh, well, I lived there between 1980 and about. 2001, mm-hmm. 2001, and I was uh, three years homeless, and I had a garage where I rented, mm-hmm. and I got some of the furniture. My sister sold the house when my father died. It was her house, and he was paying her mortgage. It was, you know, one hand for the other, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and that's the time I started with the car service down by King's Plaza, Mill Basin area. More questions. Um, well, yeah. So, uh, your brother. You mentioned that your brother also lived in, um, like, Flatlands. Yeah. 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 Well, we used to live on Rogers Avenue, mm-hmm. and we left there. My sister got divorced, and she had a kid, and the guy was a drinker, and that's why they got divorced. And uh, she needed help. She had to watch the kid at home, but she need, she couldn't work having the kid. Mm-hmm. So our family moved in with her, and it was her house. But my mother and father were paying the mortgage, you know, like the rent, you know, so and helping out and, take, and watching watching the little boy Nikki, and, and uh, that was my nephew. And watching him, and one hand washed the other. And, uh, in uh, 2001, my father died, so she wanted to sell the house. She was living in an apartment with her husband mm-hmm. over on East 18th Street, you know. Mm-hmm. And I ended up homeless mm-hmm. when she sold the house. So a friend of mine had a garage, and I rented the garage from him, and I had. Uh, with no heat in the garage, no bathroom, couldn't shower. I had to go up, my friend go up twice a week to have a shower mm-hmm. in this house. Very nice of him to let me do that. Even though I was paying, I was paying him pretty good money, $200 a month for a garage. So I had a couch in there, about four blankets. And uh, if I had to go to the bathroom, I had a little jug there where I'd pee in it. And then if I had to go the number two, I'd go across to Dunkin' Donuts. And the bathroom was broken down most of the time. <laughs> it was a horrible situation, but... I could have went to my friend, but I didn't want to, you know, impose. So... Um, so, now, so now you're over there at... Um, In the garage. Well, after you moved out of the garage, right? Yeah. Where did I go after the garage? 
Oh, there was a, a guy next door. He had a little girl, and he worked. He was a milkman. He made very, very excellent money. And uh, he gave me a place to live and sleep and eat mm -hmm. in his apartment, mm -hmm. right downstairs from the house, next door, right downstairs in the uh, basement apartment, yeah. you know? And I, uh, what I did was take his little girl to school. Mm -hmm. She went to kindergarten, mm -hmm. and then he used to pick her up at night, and I got room and board and beer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had I have it in my SSI, I, but by that time I got SSI, yeah. so I was getting about six hundred dollars a month, yeah, yeah. and two hundred for the garage, and all the rest was, uh, yeah. yeah. So how did you find your way over to Canarsie? Well, I, I ended up going, well, same. Uh, guy I was living with, the milkman, he had relatives in Starrett City. So I started going to Starrett City and come, you know, we took the bus back and forth. And uh, after Starrett City, I think like 2004, is I, uh, I was really depressed and I attempted suicide. And I went to the psych ward in Brookdale and uh, let me see, I can't think right now. Oh, the Dr. Prashell over there, and uh, he was the head of the psychiatry department. Mm -hmm. I was in the fifth floor in the uh, Sanger Pavilion, they call it, and he was the head uh, psychiatrist. And he says, by the time you leave here, you'll have a place to live, I guarantee you. And during that, during that time, they had he went to Israel on vacation, and they, they were throwing the Scud missiles back and forth at each other. And I says, I hope they don't hit him with a missile because he promised me I'd have a place to live. So he ended up, he came back from his vacation and he found me this uh, new South Shore Manor adult home. And I've been there since, right up to 2017, right now. Mm -hmm. I met my friend Arun, he became a resident there. And he's got me going all kinds of places. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I got a problem walking, you know. I can't, I can't even walk a half a block. I have to rest because I poor circulation, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. so I don't even go to stores. I got to pay somebody, give them a dollar to go to the store. Yeah. So that's it. This guy Arun is a pisser, man. <laughs> he is funny as hell. And uh, we've been friends for a little over a year. And uh, here I am in the library. Have you been to the library before? No, not this one. Well, which one? Okay. The one on Flappish Avenue in between, like Flappish and Troy meet around there, around that area, between uh, Flatlands Avenue and Troy, I think it was. I don't know what the name of the branch was. Mm -hmm. I got no idea. And that's when you was a little um, boy, or as you were older? No, I was full grown. I was uh, 1980, I was 37, 38 years old. Mm. So. Did you enjoy it? Being in the library? Yeah, I used to go in there a lot. 
used to flirt with a lady there once in a while. I, I used to read back then, but I got no interest in reading now. My eyesight's so poor, I gotta guess at words and everything. So this, I got this large print book here, I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah, large print is great. But I don't have a library card, so I you know, just see, see what I can read here while I'm here. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so you talked about a lot, you know, in different neighborhoods and things like that. Is there um, anything that we didn't get to touch on that you want to touch on now? Or um, You mean my nightlife? You, you want to talk about your nightlife? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a job as a bartender. Uh -huh. I can't remember what year. But it was... The time I was 28 years old, what year would that be? 43, 53, 63. About 1971, I got the job as a bartender. I was there about a year. Mm -hmm. And I took my vacation and went to Florida with, with the car that I got when I was 28. And when, when my father went, yeah, he had all kinds of maps, you know? I just went on, I got on 95. Don't make no left turns, you're gonna go to the ocean. Don't make no right turns, you're going to California, you know? And I got down there, you know? When I go to a gas station, gas up, and I say, right ahead, get, you know, switch highway. I gotta switch highways in Florida, Sunshine Highway or something like that. Picked up some hitchhikers and asked them, going through Georgia, asked them how to get here and there. And they, I finally, I was going to Boynton Beach where my aunt and uncle lived. And uh, the kids told me, you know, they says, well, well, we'll get you to Florida. You know, the kids that I picked up in Georgia, mm -hmm. probably 18, 20 years old, something like that. And, uh, you know, I told them where I was going. And they said, oh, well, we want to go as far as possible. I wouldn't bring them into the town. So I dropped in out, way outside of town. You know, who the hell knows what's on their minds. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I got to my aunt, I went to a motel. The guy in the motel knew my uncle. I had no idea about where their address was or anything. I just went to Florida. <laughs> and the, the, the motel owner knew my uncle and he called him up in the morning and he says, your nephew's here. And he said, bring him over. <laughs> I got there, my aunt and uncle were there, they were shocked out of their lives. And my two aunts who were nuns were also there and I didn't even know they were visiting. So I had three aunts and one uncle and it was a complete surprise on their part and my part seeing the two, uh, two, two other aunts who were the nuns, you know. So that was a good time, I stayed there about a week, came back. Had a wire for some money. My brother had to send me a couple of hundred dollars to get back. I overspent what I had, you know. And I made it back. Mm -hmm. And then he screamed at me for borrowing money from him. <laughs> and uh, I paid him back in about a week or two. I went back to the uh, bar first bartender job. And then I got a couple of more bartender jobs here and there. Right in the neighborhood, two blocks away from where I was working in the first place. All the people I knew, you know, so it was a great time, you know. They didn't care if I didn't know how to make a Manhattan. they tell me how to make a Manhattan, you know. And it was a beer and a shot kind of place, you know. 
not too many of those fancy drinks. I learned how to make a few, you know. Singapore Sling, Tom Collins, and uh, I don't know. We didn't go in much for those kind of drinks, you know. Just a neighborhood, you know. Next question. Well, um, what do you want to say about Canarsie uh, for future generations that may come to live in this neighborhood? Oh, it's a beautiful residential area, you yeah. know. It's oh, nothing but schools and schools and schools. Big, gigantic uh, football field. They got uh, Canarsie Pier by Seaview Avenue. Had a beautiful restaurant there. It used to be. It changed. I think it's just like a kind of, a, I don't know what you call it, a cafeteria kind of place now. It used to have a big, they used to have uh, the Abridgimento family. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, they had a restaurant there, and people fish off the piers, and there's charter boats off the off the piers. And, uh, I think Canarsie is a great place, really, from end to end, you know, up and down and wide, the width too. You know, there's, there's nothing nothing nasty about it. It's a nice place. Have you ever went fishing? Mostly in Sheepshead Bay, not not from Canarsie. Yeah. I mean, um, so thank you. I think everyone will appreciate hearing your story, and. Uh, I hope nobody hears it. Okay, thank you a lot.